Hello, everyone. Welcome to Animated Excellence. I'm your host, Anakit, and today I have a very special guest star with me. Introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Ethan. I, or I8Ball, as my YouTube channel name. Mm-hmm. He has... Uh, even though he's never been on the show before, he's actually had quite a good presence here on every single episode because um, he composed the intro. I've heard a lot of people um, compliment me on the intro, and I've told them I didn't do it. Ethan did. Um, so good job, Ethan. Thank you so much for that intro. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, today, um, we wanted to discuss a movie that was good. <laughs> Uh, that's a great sentence. Um, we're talking about Megamind, the yes. DreamWorks animated movie that became a meme last year. I'm really, really on time for this. Um, but yeah, it became a meme last year, and which is good because it was largely overshadowed by Despicable Me when it came out. So today we decided let's take a look at this individual movie and not uh, Despicable Me because that's the one that's super popular and has 200 sequels now. So. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. All right. So here on Animated Excellence, we have four different categories for discussion. Story and characters, visuals and animation, the voice acting, and spoiler talk, which we say for the end so that, you know, people who are listening to this do not get spoiled until the end. So, yeah. Uh, let's start out with story and characters. What did you think of those? Uh, I always find it unique for, like, things to have, like, the bad guy as the main character. I agree. I always find that interesting, and it definitely creates a unique storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I really like how, um, there's a lot of themes in this movie, which I think is the reason why this got undersold, because the marketing didn't, um, really convey that. But um, the the characters are very intricate and complex. Um, for example, Megamind has his kind of identity arc, realizing he doesn't want to be defined by being evil because he realizes, oh, this is a little pointless. Um, I'm not spoiling that. That's just kind of what happens in the movie. Yeah, you know that from the beginning. Um, he has an arc about it, and there's a lot of great themes and depth to it. Um, another kind of aspect to it is Megamind evil just because he was destined to be or because he was raised in a prison? Again, not a spoiler. That's in the first five minutes. <laughs> the first five minutes are very have a lot of story to them. Uh, they fit a lot in it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, definitely. Really well done. Yeah. And normally I don't like it when movies have like narration and just go through an entire backstory in like so long. But I like this movie for it because like they make it funny and entertaining still, while a lot of movies just make it super boring. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I like that about it. Um, mm -hmm. So, but like with the thing about him being destined to be evil... Uh, there's a line in it where um, Megamind has taken over the city and Megamind says, if only my parents could see me now because they died at the beginning of the movie. And um, mm -hmm. Minion says, I'm sure they're smiling down from evil heaven. But the thing is, you don't know anything about the parents. You see them and like just before like the pod closes where Megamind is being sent out, uh, his father says, you are destined for and then you can't hear anything else. Great. So like you yeah, it could have been greatness. It could have been evil. You don't know. Exactly. You don't know. And that's the beauty of it. It lets him 
develop as a character and um he realizes evil is not what he wants to be um yeah so that's cool um these are a lot of good themes from a comedy movie but <laughs> the fact is it's also super funny uh, my favorite bit is when uh, Minion tells Megamind that the sun-powered death laser is warming up, and then Megamind points out the absurdity <laughs> of that by saying, really? The sun is warming up. Um, so I really liked that bit from there. I loved that. That was yeah. great. Um, they got some good humor in that. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was pretty funny. It's fantastic. Um, so let's move on to visuals and animation. Um, so what did you think of the film visually? I mean, I kind of see 3Ds have very similar looks and styles mm -hmm. to them, but I, that doesn't mean I don't think it was well done. I mean, the character design was fantastic. I mean, it wasn't like Minions where they're just basically yellow pills. <laughs> They, like, took time to, like, develop these characters and really go into details mm -hmm. with them. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, the the designs for all the characters. Um, I thought they were very expressive and very cartoon-like. A lot of animated films nowadays also try to look kind of photorealistic. And this one has some, like, photorealism, too, with, like, some of its textures and stuff. But, like... At the same time, the characters' animation themselves are very cartoonish and take full advantage of the fact that it is animated. Um, so I liked that a lot, that they just take advantage of the animation and just really tell this visually um, very nice-to-look-at story. Um, there's, like, explosions and stuff. Like, the explosion where, that, where Metro Man is killed at the beginning of the movie... Um, that one just looks so cool. Like, that must have taken, like, years to render. It is hard to get, like, explosion effects in 3D animations done really well. Yeah, and that... That's not an easy thing to yeah, do. Yeah, that one was really impressive. Like, later on in the film, there's, like, a smaller explosion where, like, the Metro Man Museum blows up, and that apparently took them, like, several weeks just for that small one. So I can't even imagine how much... Uh, how much longer the huge one at the beginning of the movie t uh, took. Um, so let's move on to voice acting. What do you think of the voices and the voice cast? Uh, I didn't think it was anything like insanely special, but the people who did the characters, they were expressing like emotions and sarcasm and stuff like that all throughout the movie mm -hmm. i liked the voice cast a lot um sometimes animated movies will just cast a random celebrity and say here read these lines um but in this case i thought will ferrell was a really strong choice he nails the comedic moments and the emotional moments um so i thought that was really cool um brad pitt was great casting for metro man mm -hmm. Um, I like how, like, cocky and over-the-top he is. Uh, I know this is, like, years before this happened, but do you remember, I think, last year when Keanu Reeves at that convention said, you are breathtaking? That reminded me a lot of uh, a moment in this movie where uh, a background character says, I love you, Metro Man, and then Metro Man says, and I love you, random citizen. And that just got me thinking, what if they just 
if they made a Megamind remake, which I don't condone, I do not condone a live action remake of this or whatever, but if they did remake it, I would want to see Keanu Reeves as, as, um, Metro man. (laughs) He would also do a good job. That would be, um, um, a sight to see. That would be great. Um, yeah. So that, that's cool. Um, who voices uh hal uh, is it jonah hill i think um yeah the first time i saw it i thought it was tj miller mm. that's all i have to say he's good like making him like super unlikable which is the point um super nerdy yeah super nerdy and stuff but i when i first Childish. watched the movie i thought that sounds a lot like tj miller um because you know it sounded like like a lot from from his character from the emoji movie i know that's a terrible comparison to make but like the main character of the emoji movie it sounds like a ton like this guy it's it's pretty similar so that's why i thought that um finally we're entering the spoiler talk area so if you don't want to be spoiled oh by the ending get of out. this movie, get out. Shoot. Yeah, we don't want you here. Scram. Uh, Go watch the movie first. Yeah, because the movie is really good, and I wouldn't want to spoil it for you. Because um, there is a really good twist here. Metro Man actually did not die, and he faked his death. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. What a shocker. Um, wow. Like, these kind of twists and turns in an animated movie don't really surprise me wa- that well, but, like, this one, like, wow, oh, Really? that it was it actually caught me off guard um i liked how uh stupidly scruffy he was when they found him uh-huh just like the like face he, he made uh, when he realized they they were in his lair just like oh <laughs> and he tries to turn away um yeah i am not who you think i am yeah that's actually um a really good that's what the theme and this scene is he um it's also part of that whole destiny thing i was talking about earlier uh with mm-hmm. uh megamind but this time it's with metro man he says i have been a superhero my whole life but i don't really want to be anymore so it was it wasn't really even technically his destiny he just landed up at the rich person person's house when he was sent down from the planet that was being destroyed um Mm-hmm. that wasn't his destiny it just happened um so yeah it's kind of uh i saw a video uh those talking about this movie and they said it was matter of nature versus nurture like what is in their nature but how were they nurtured as well and they were nurtured by different groups of people megamind was nurtured by prison prisoners literal prisoners of course mm-hmm. his morals are going to be a lot different than one of who's been a person who's been raised in essentially royalty um in a rich person's house i guess yeah so yeah um thinking about it now uh if like megamind's dad were to have finished his uh statement i think he would have said like you're destined for like justice or whatever because thinking about it um when, what's the superhero's name? I keep forgetting. Uh, Metro Man. Metro Man. That's right. Um, when they're like released in the pods, like Metro Man's really beaten on Baby Megamind. I mean, he's kind of a jerk mm-hmm. at the beginning. So 
I feel like their roles should have been swapped. Mm -hmm. And it's just like something I just thought about. Mm -hmm. Also, the fact that um, Metro Man's uh, pod had like safety measurements for him, so he didn't get knocked around inside Mm -hmm. the pod. Like the thing came around his head and secured him in place. So Mm -hmm. yeah, could have been just him being a jerk. Could have been swapped. Who knows? It could have been, you never know. Yeah. Who knows, maybe it was the people on Metro Man's planet who intentionally made these safety measures to be jerky to these other people. You never know. <laughs> yeah, it could have been an accident, but it whatever. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, any final remarks or anything you want to say about this movie? I don't know. I think it was really well done. I was. It's kind of sad to see that it was underrated i guess mm-hmm. yeah it does Used it doesn't as a meme yeah, it didn't really get a lot of attention um because despicable me kind of overshadowed it and i think despicable me is fine don't take this as a knock against despicable me i think despicable me one is a pretty despicable good movie me was fine i think megamind was, is the better movie, movie but i like despicable me just fine but i just because despicable me came out first that one got all the popularity um, because these movies are kind of similar, like a villain who becomes a hero, uh, albeit they're very different, but you know, um, they have some similar yeah. things and some people might've seen Megamind as a ripoff of sorts, even though again, completely different movies. Um, yeah. To have two like villain main characters, movies released at the same time one of them is going to be seen as a ripoff yeah exactly and that's just the sad truth of it yeah um but you know and it's actually kind of good in a way because a lot of people in our age demographic or just a lot of people in general have a sour taste in their mouth because uh despicable me has gotten over overhyped so many sequels and merchandising and all that so in a way it's kind of good that Megamind didn't get as much as successful because now they didn't ruin it with like 20 sequels, like with like Shrek. Yeah. Um, oh, it didn't gosh. get the Shrek treatment. So, <laughs> um, that's already better. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they could expand on it a little more. I feel like they've got like a trick up their sleeves that they never got to really use because, of despicable me completely like taking their income exactly it could have it could have um they could have made sequels but they this didn't it didn't flop exactly but it didn't do great either um so uh yeah that's probably why they didn't didn't make a sequel um but yeah that's uh that's it uh, they're both good movies, but if you haven't seen Megamind, definitely I would recommend checking that out. All right, thanks for listening to Animated Excellence. Uh, new episodes will be out uh, soon at some point, and I will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.